Yoif Julian on the brown note and John Barillaro, the gift that keeps on giving. Well, the gift that keeps on giving to himself anyway. So I think five or six weeks ago, was it really that long? I did a piece uh, about why John Barillaro had just brought down Dominic Perrotet's New South Wales state government after he created a $500,000 a year role as a trade ambassador to New York whilst he was underneath uh, Gladys Berejiklian and then promptly quit as soon as she was removed by a corruption inquiry a year ago. He quit politics and he applied for the role that was already given to someone else, a woman, of course, and um, appointed to the role by his ex-staff member, Amy Brown, and mentioned at the time that this was the gold standard in corruption. Something so abrasively arrogant. How you could ever, ever think that you would get away with such a thing. Um, and it's dragged on. And the more it's dragged on, the New South Wales Premier has shown himself to be a rabbit in the headlights. He's not dealt with any of it. I can only assume because um, it all leads back to him and there's no way for him to escape and he's just biding time. But I would say that the next election is lost. Um, did, you know, this happened in the early 90s with the Tory party in England. They became so, like, they, they became so entrenched. The corruption was just mind-blowing. They just were basically handing money to each other. Um, I mean, Perrottet is toast. He has shown no leadership over this issue at all. It's been absolutely appalling. Um, they're having a parliamentary inquiry this week uh, into... The machinations that saw the original woman who was put forward for the role and whatever anyone says about whether she was given the job or not, I'm not generally given compensation if I wasn't. She was given money as compensation for being removed from the role. So I don't know if I buy this whole thing about how she was uh, never really given the role. Uh, and the longer it's gone on, it's dragged so many people in the um, Deputy Premier of New South Wales has now quit. Uh, a lot of them have gone along the same line of, you know, we weren't really involved, I didn't really know, but actually, yes, I was directly involved and really knew. So anyway, I did nothing wrong, but I'm going to resign. <laughs> yeah. Um, like the, the the level of arrogance from the liberals at a federal and we are all desperate to see this federal corruption body the icac have a look at what morrison's coons were doing while they were in power um this is what they did with a with a state corruption body already in place this is how arrogant they are and they're so incompetent at it as well that i mean they use positions in politics to get lifetime appointments after politics where they're on 500 grand a year. For what? I mean, how are these people paid so much? The arrogance of this one as well, like every every week, like I, I think John Barillaro hasn't done particularly well in his um, job uh, and isn't particularly well respected uh, as a politician or as um, anything at all. Uh, including an ex-husband. Um, but the one thing he's done brilliantly is the amount of damage he's inflicted on the government, crashing and burning the way that he has. He pulled out, he resigned from the role. 
I'm so waiting for him to drop the um, I want compensation too. <laughs> he's um, he's got to be getting something out the back door here because he must be like seething that he's lost his free money. Like where he actually moved the um, consulate that they were going to be operating out of from LA to New York just because he wanted to. Um, but it's go it, like every week it goes worse. Former Deputy Premier John Barillaro has been told to prepare uh, for a grilling about his girlfriend's job at Investment New South Wales later this week. The inquiry heard Mr. Barillaro recommend his former media advisor and girlfriend for a role at Investment New South Wales. Uh, he said he'd approach, uh, spoken to Dominic Perrottet, who initially claimed to have absolutely no knowledge of who Barilaro was. Uh, uh, he spoke to him about the 500k year old and Stuart Ayres, who's left his job because he did nothing wrong. Um, he also told the inquiry he recommended his former media advisor, who later became his girlfriend, Jennifer Lugstin, for a roller investment New South Wales which he again claims is completely above board. Investments New South Wales CEO, who was his ex-member of staff, who returned to the inquiry uh, yesterday for a third time, said she remembered a call from Barilaro in which she said Miss Lugstein was looking for new opportunities. He heard we were building our media and communications. I said to him, she is welcome to apply for such opportunities as head of my communications. <laughs> It's just amazing, like, how barefaced this is. And he's playing the victim card now as well. He's saying he actually said, I was just Joe Citizen applying for the role, and I never would have had I known how much abuse I'd get. Applying for a role that he created and then left politics to take up that had already been given to someone else using his political mates to forced him in the role by changing the rules on the appointment himself. Joe Citizen, I I apply for this role, and I, I'm Joe Citizen. I didn't create the role. I didn't create, I didn't have as an ex-member of staff the person that appointed the position. I didn't change the rules on appointing the position. I didn't have the power to have someone removed that had already been given de facto the role. Um, but if there's one thing, yeah, we've like all focused on this because it's hilarious. But if there's one thing I really want to focus on, it's the Australian news media. I did a piece right near the start of this show saying um, the Australian news media is the worst in the developed world. For the last decade, they have put up with such an unbelievable shit show from the Liberals. Because they're all in the same boys club gang. And they have let such an de absolute debacle go unchallenged that we ended up with Scott Morrison. They are terrible. Last year, John Barillaro was suing the YouTube sensation Friendly Geordies. Now, he's like a thousand times bigger than what I do on YouTube. But if it wasn't for people like him going after people like Barillaro, this would not have happened. Barilaro was suing him for defamation and dropped his case against Friendly Geordies. For some reason, Google paid him some money, but he dropped the case against Friendly Geordies. And here we are a year later with this. And 
all the people in Australian news media, they need to go to friendly Geordies and say, we're sorry, we have let Australia down. You are the one that is leading the way because they have been diabolical. I saw, um, was it Peter Van Alsen, who he tries to maintain that he's somewhere in the middle. And he was saying about how partisan this inquiry was. No shit. It's an inquiry about massive corruption from the Liberals. How do you not expect that to be partisan? Do you expect the Liberals to be tearing themselves to shreds? Of course it's partisan. One side did it. But another thing apart from the press is all these positions need to be investigated. This is the start. How is it that so many people from Joe Hockey on always go into politics, mess everything up, and then end up in a $350,000 a year as an ambassador to some country? Doing what? Are they really worth that much money? He wasn't a very good treasurer. He lost his job in under two years, I think. And they end up in these jobs for life. It's like they enter politics and there's a golden handshake at the end. We'll do whatever corrupt stuff you want while we're in government. Give me a 300 to 600k a year job at the end for life. We need to go through every ambassador. We need to go through every trade minister. Even the one in London from this scheme has come under fire for how he was appointed. We know that a lot of these positions are gratuity. And that the people involved aren't competent at their jobs in the first place. You hear these people talking on the stand. Their intelligence is not exactly their selling point. This is symptomatic of where the Liberal Party are at. In, uh, and I'm sure that in a, in a way uh, it's something that infects modern politics massively. And probably infected old politics. But the level of it with the current state and federal Liberals is just amazing. They always existed purely to transfer taxpayers' wealth into private hands. And then they sort of sat back and thought, actually, why don't we just transfer taxpayers' wealth into our hands? I mean, the Liberal gravy train is just insane. I mean, it's, I've said many times, a Liberal politician is the only job you can be guaranteed a pay rise after you lose your job. I mean, why is it like Amy Brown is ex-member of staff who I'm sure is going to get thrown under the bus because she's a woman, is on $600,000 a year. Have you heard her speak in these inquiries? How are these people on this much money? I'm more intelligent than she is. By miles. No one's going to give me 600 k But you have to ask why these people are being given so much money. Because of what they're doing. Why was Barnaby Joyce's floozy given a $200,000 a year job that didn't exist before she took it, that had no other applicants? Why aren't this is we need to go into all of these things in debt. Send us this, you know, like Malcolm Roberts. Are they really on 350 grand a year? Have you heard Malcolm Roberts speak? I mean, it, the meritocracy of Australia? Do you know what I would like to see? I would like to see a cap on politicians' wages of $100,000 a year. The end. 
and you will dissuade all of these rent-seeking corrupt bastards from taking up politics as their ticket to a free life. All you're going to get is teachers and nurses and firemen and policemen and, you know, everyone else in society that should be in politics representing the rest of us. You pay these people 350 grand a year, you are not getting the right people applying. And it's not just that they're corrupt, they're stupid and they're incompetent, unless you just didn't witness the Scott Morrison government. And they have to be banned from ever working in an industry that they were connected with.